Welcome to Blueprint of Fate. My name is Ken Primus. I am your host on this journey into the Word of God, which is also called the Word of Fate. I've been a teacher of the Word for over 30 years. I was a pastor of Abundant Grace Ministries, and now I travel the world teaching the Word of God. According to the Word, without faith, it's impossible to please God. By faith, we understand. The Bible also goes on to say that the just shall live by faith, for we walk by faith and not by sight. By faith we believe that the universe was made. We are justified by faith. Fight the good fight of faith. At this podcast, we're going to talk about what really is faith, how we get it, how do we develop it, how to use it, so that we can receive the 8,810 promises of God, 7,487 of them being promises made by God to His beloved man. Welcome to another episode of Blueprint of Faith. My name is Ken Primus. I am your host. Our last episode, we talked about justification by faith. And um, I wanted to uh, not go over the scripture, but just take a little, continue that path. But uh, I'm doing this basically to encourage those that are going through, all of us that are going through new changes in our lives due to uh, COVID-19 and um, how that has affected us as individuals, as families, and so forth. And um, I know personally in, in our family, we had experienced someone dying and not being able to go to the funeral and stuff like that. And I know that a lot of families have been going through things like that. Uh, they've been uh, issues with school, um, uh, children learning in school, online, and all of those different things. Um, I know that um, my granddaughter, uh, she goes to uh, school online and uh, there are issues um, with that and so forth. And a lot of kids as well are suffering from um, uh, some effects of COVID-19. You have mental illness also a part of it. And um, uh, so what I wanted to do with this episode was go through some of the things that uh, Jesus is familiar with and uh, so that I want you guys to get a chance to see uh, that you, that Jesus is aware and he knows how some of those feelings that you and I are going through and that he's here to, uh, the scripture says that he tells us, cast your cares upon me because I care about you. So um, what I'm going to do is take the book of Isaiah and go through Isaiah 53, basically, and just pull out um, some identifiers that Jesus is able to identify with you and that you would then call upon him for the scripture tells us that uh, um, he is there to listen and he is the interceder. He's interceding on our behalf, um, as mentioned in the book of Hebrew. And so I want us to 
take our eyes off of some of the things that we're going through as a result of this COVID-19 pandemic and uh, focus on Jesus to see that he's very familiar with uh, many of our things and that he's here to help. But uh, he's here to help us by faith. And um, uh, we must believe that he is in order for us to help him and uh, uh, for him to help us. And the Bible tells us that um, that he is the author and the finisher of our faith. And so uh, once you become born again, uh, he begins to work on us to help us to perfect us, as the scripture says. And so um, you'll see the theme in, in also in Isaiah 53, in one of the verses uh, where uh, I think it's verse 11, where God is speaking and he said that uh, he calls Jesus his servant, uh, shall um, justify many for he bears their iniquities. And um, uh, we're going to take a look at that later on. But um, I wanted to uh, bring to your attention uh, who Jesus is, especially in uh, this time that uh, we are going through all of these things. I know some of us are working. Some of us are not. Uh, Some of us have been sick uh, with uh, COVID. Some of us have not. Uh, We are uh, every day faced with challenges um, in our homes, in our relationships, and uh, all of the different things that we face as believers and simply as human beings. And um, But I want to let you guys know that we have an advocate, as the scripture says, a friend. We have a, a high priest uh, who is Jesus Christ, and that he is very much familiar with how we feel and the issues that we are going through, so that when you come to him and uh, um, uh, talk to him in prayer, about some of your issues that he can empathize with you. And we see that uh, today's society, empathy is missing in much of what's happening out there. Because I believe if we've learned to empathize with each other, that we'll be able to um, partake of each other's grief and uh, help each other to uh, get from one space to another. But let's begin... um, Again, as I mentioned to you, I wanted to take this from Isaiah 53. We're going to take some time and just basically read through that um, that uh, chapter and pull out some identifiers as to who Jesus is and how we can use this to relate to him so that we can uh, go to someone that can truly as I mentioned, empathize with us and uh, pray for us on our behalf, as the scripture says in Hebrews. So last week we took some of the scriptures out of, uh, I know, Romans. We look at Galatians that talked about us being justified by faith. And um, I remember when I was in school, we would say justified means just as if I had never sinned. which is a beautiful picture to paste 
to to post that there. And um, so Jesus, uh, we become righteous. Um, the Bible tells us in in Galatians that uh, Abraham became righteous, and um, uh, because of his faith, and God called him righteous, and so uh, that's how we are. A righteous means simply right standing with God, and that's why the scripture says, the just shall live by faith. You should be in right standing with God as you live by faith, and that there's no works for you to do uh, other to, than to please God and to um, develop your relationship with Jesus, the Holy Spirit, and the Father. And so, um, as we begin to look into uh, um, Isaiah 53, that we can uh, begin, and it's my hope that it would help you and bring comfort to you uh, in this particular time, because we don't know, uh, I know all, all the stuff they're saying that uh, the vaccination and all these different things, but... Um, uh, we're hearing words that uh, it only lasts for a particular amount of time, and then we have to be vaccinated again. And so this is an ongoing thing. It's not something that uh, is going to end tomorrow. Uh, we see that the behavior and the attitudes of many that are out there that are causing harm in the delay and uh, of this particular um, virus that we can, um, um, you know, uh, take control of it so that we can get back to some form of normalcy. But uh, uh, hopefully uh, that through education and uh, information that uh, we can change the behavior of folks that uh, feel as if their right is being challenged because you're asked to wear a mask or to behave a certain way, and which is uh, absolutely um, interesting to me to see that people would have that type of mindset when it comes to something as similar as that, as if they feel the government is uh, taking away their right not to do something, but um, uh, which is a really fascinating thing. Uh, um, but as a human being to a human being, the scripture tells us that um, um, because the disciples came to him and asked him, which is the greatest of all the commandments and so forth. And he said, to love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy might and to love your neighbor as you love yourself. And so it is my opinion that uh, people are behaving the way they are because they simply don't love themselves. Because if you love yourself, then you would love your behavior. So it's conditional on loving yourself. So if you have not learned to love yourself, then I don't see how you can love me. And so we kind of um, uh, fool ourselves into behaving uh, uh, um, I would say out of out of line, but the scripture says God is not mocked uh, that whatsoever man sow it, that shall he reap. 
And that sowing is through your actions, your behavior, attitudes, and all of those uh, type things. And so whatever attitudes you sow, you will reap. Whatever behavior you sow, you will reap. And so uh, it is incumbent upon you and I that we act and behave correctly because there's a reciprocal benefit to that for people call it karma, uh, whatever you call it by the scriptures is it's uh, sowing and reaping. And um, where a farmer sows a certain um, uh, crop and he expects to um, uh, bring harvest of that specific crop. And he doesn't sow uh, corn and expect uh, wheat to grow. So uh, we need to examine ourselves and see what we're doing with our life. But anyway, um, uh, let's get back to uh, Isaiah uh, chapter 53, for it starts that who has believed our report and to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? For he shall grow up uh, before him as a tender plant and as a root out of the dry ground. He has no form uh, nor comeliness. And when he shall be seen, uh, when we shall see him, there is no beauty that he should be desired of him. And it's just basically talking about Jesus, that he's saying that he's a pretty plain guy. He's not as handsome as uh, uh, people think he is, but, uh, you know, he's just a simple, simple person. Uh, he is despised and rejected of men. Um, and so there are many of you out there that uh, fall into that category where you're rejected of maybe a family member or um, a loved one of some sort. And uh, so uh, uh, he identifies with those who have been rejected. And uh, uh, for those that are, are rejected today by whoever, um, I just want to let you know that uh, 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 Jesus is here to, uh, to encourage you. Um, it says in verse three, he is despised and rejected of men, a man of sorrow. So, um, again, our goal is to just pull out things that we see, identifiers to talk a little about it. And we see that he is a man of sorrow. And there are many of us that, um, uh, um, are in that space as well. And it continues and it says that, and he's acquainted with grief. And uh, I know that uh, uh, these two things, grief and sorrow, is um, has been present in many of our lives as a result of this COVID-19 situation. And may it be from uh, our sickness, loss of loved ones. Um, I lost uh, um, someone very close to me that uh, I consider a brother. And he's much younger than I am. And COVID, uh, took him away from, from, from this planet. Um, uh, an uncle of mine as well. So, uh, friends and families, uh, have been a part of my, uh, life that uh, encountered, uh, these things. I myself was, um, I had, uh, uh um, got infected with COVID as well. And so I understand some of the things that uh, are out there. And uh, But I wanted to bring you back to Jesus and to show you 
that um, he uh, was a man that, uh, as as we saw before, that he's a simple looking guy. Uh, he was despised and rejected. And th- some of those of us that are rejected, Jesus is here. He knows how you feel. He's a man of sorrow. Uh, many of us that are uh, uh, or, uh, sorry and, and sorrow and pain for certain things, acquainted with grief. And you know how grief can affect the body and the mind. And um, uh, it, uh, uh, Jesus is, is acquainted with these things. And um, uh, we can identify with a Savior that uh, knows how we feel. And it says that he was despised and we esteemed him not. Um, for those brothers and sisters out there, it says that uh, that it feel as if they're despised by whoever. It doesn't matter. Um, and usually it's someone's close uh, to us, family and close friends and so forth. And and that's where we, we get the... Um, the pain and the grief and the sorrows from. But uh, Jesus Christ identifies with that. And um, uh, uh, it tells us that uh, it goes on in verse 4. It says, Surely he, he bore our griefs and carried our sorrows. And again, uh, you see, these are the identifiers, as I mentioned this. He is, uh, verse 3 and 4 talks about grief and sorrow. Uh, so he understands your grief and he understands your sorrow. And um, uh, he has paid a price for you and I so that, uh, as I mentioned earlier in, in the podcast, says, uh, cast your care. This is the same person that says, cast your care upon me. Uh, because I truly care about you. I don't want you to carry it by yourself because I understand how you feel. And as a high priest, as, as I said earlier in the book of Hebrews, then when he prays to God, he can actually say, I know exactly how uh, uh, this person feels because I've been there. And, um, you know, in verse five, it says, but he was wounded for our transgressions. Uh, he was bruised for our iniquities, and the chastisement of our peace was upon him. And with his stripes we are healed. Uh, in this scripture right here, uh, verses uh, uh, 5, it talks about uh, healing. So it identifies that uh, he uh, he's interested in healing you. Um, he's interested in answering your prayer. And uh, let me give you an example of how God truly is, because I've heard people talk about, uh, does God answer prayer and all this kind of uh, stuff? And and he doesn't answer my prayer. And, and just stop one minute. I know my mom used to say, delay is not denial. And um, uh, because when we would pray for certain things, when it seems as if it's delayed, then we try to st- step in like Abraham and Sarah did. And they stepped in and, and she's, they both said, you know, let's help God out. Um, because he promised us a son and, uh, uh, you know, it's not here yet and, uh, we need to help him out. So, uh, uh, Sarah brought one of our handmade, handmaiden and, and, uh, give Abraham permission to go sleep with her. And you and I both know how that turned out. We talk about an Ishmael and, uh, um, Ishmael's will, uh, 
needs to be fed, needs to be taken care of. And so please try your best not to form or give birth to an Ishmael uh, out of your current situation. And so um, my mom would say delay is not denial. And that's the same thing with Abraham and Sarah. Uh, it's not that uh, the delay was not denial. Uh, it, um, they had to get to a certain place. Um, and we have been studying that as well, where they came uh, uh, to you know, uh, Romans talk about uh, that they had to come a certain place with their faith, and you and I have talked about it. And so uh, the story that I want to bring to you to show you how uh, God is interested in answering your prayer, how Jesus is interested in answering your prayer and, and your requests, is that uh, the Bible tells that he was walking, coming through to a town, and uh, there was a demon-possessed uh, a person there that was actually preventing people from entering the town and all this kind of stuff. And so, uh, so Jesus is coming by and doing his thing, walking. And um, these uh, uh, evil spirits recognized that, hey, Jesus is coming. So they knew he was born and stuff like that. And uh, this Messiah that has been promised from since Genesis chapter uh, 3. And so here he is, and they see him coming. And so they began to cry out, um, asking God, asking Jesus, did you come here to, to, um, you know, uh, punish us now? Our time is not yet. And all of these types of stuff. And they made a request to him. This is, um, don't punish us. Don't send us to the pit. Do us a favor. Uh, send us into the pigs. And, um, the Bible tells us that he answered their requests. And so if he is willing to answer the requests of evil spirits, how much more is he willing to answer your requests? So um, don't get into this nonsense or this mindset or this attitude that God doesn't want to answer your prayer or because it's delayed that it is not denial. It is probably you have to get into a space of faith and God is um, walking you and bringing you to that place because as I mentioned, Abraham believed God and it was credited to him as righteousness. And we saw where Abraham and uh, Sarah, when they began to, to come together, they says in the scriptures that they did not consider their body now dead, yet in the deadness of Sarah's womb, but, you know, and so they began to do something, they began to trust the word of God and say, okay, we're going to believe God regardless because the scripture says, even though the fig tree does not prosper, yet will I praise him. And so you have to, you and I have to continue to stay in faith for the just shall live by faith. We are righteous are in right standing before God while we are in faith. And uh, the Bible tells us in the book of Hebrews that many of the men and women died in faith. And so, you know, it has to be that we are walking with our Father to Him simply follow and trust that He will provide all of our need. And as I mentioned, that Jesus, He is going through many of these things. He's interested in healing us. So, 
It tells us here by the stripes that he received on his back, those were prices that he paid by those stripes. The Bible tells us that we are healed. Now, first, first Peter uh, um, twelve uh, talks about this this particular same scripture. Reaching back, it says, "By his stripes you were healed," and so God is interested in healing us. Um, so let me continue um, talking about uh, Jesus, and just again, I'm trying to pull out identifiers so that you and I can identify and understand that he's here for us and that he really cares. This is in verse 7, he was oppressed and he was afflicted, yet he opened not his mouth. He is brought as a lamb to the slaughter and as a sheep before uh, the shearers. Is dumb, so he opened not his mouth. And so many of us uh, it tells us here in verse 7, he was oppressed and afflicted. And so there's another degree of uh, pain that is mentioned there in verse uh, 7, oppression and afflicted. And so um, I'm trying to bring to you guys and show you that Jesus is not someone out there that really doesn't you know, care about us or doesn't really understand our situation. I'm walking through the scriptures to show you that he is and he does. It says in verse 8, he was taken from prison and from uh, judgment. And so to my brothers and sisters that are, were, are in prison, that here he is, he identifies with you. And that prison that he uh, at, uh, uh, is talking about here, uh, he knows and understands uh, what it feels to be um, uh, locked up. And uh, uh, our freedom seems to be taken care of, but God is a God of freedom. And so uh, you have to uh, continue in faith with him. And he will uh, set you free for you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. And um, we see that uh, verse eight, uh, he was, uh, as I mentioned, and it continues, it says, who shall declare his generation for he was cut off out of the land of the living for transgression of my people. He was stricken. And it continues to talk about some of the things that Jesus did. Um, this particular uh, Isaiah chapter 53, there's so much uh, spiritually in there. But my, my, my intention with this particular podcast is not to go too deep spiritually about it because there's a lot of things in here that uh, um, uh, he did for us spiritually and and uh, buying us back from from uh, sin uh, that is a part of this but I wanted to just basically take uh, some information on on the surface and go through and see that he identifies with your 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 situation um, and uh, we'll skip all the way down and go to um, uh, 11 it says that he uh, he shall see of the travail of his soul and he shall be satisfied by his knowledge 
uh, shall my righteous servant justify many, uh, for he shall bear their iniquities. And so I wanted to bring that to you that, uh, because I mentioned that to you in the beginning, that uh, it is that Jesus is the author and the finisher of our faith and that we are justified uh, uh, through Jesus and not of our own works, or he would have died in vain. And so, um, but uh, uh, I wanted to show you and continue that theme that it's not, you can't stand before God and say, look what I have done and all of this stuff. Um, but uh, you just have to believe in Jesus for the redemptive work that he did in totality and uh, what he did for your for you and for myself but i want to leave you and i with this particular um this uh, encouragement that uh, um first of all you're not alone jesus christ is your um your high priest i read through some of the scriptures to show you some of the identifiers that he he understands your 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 situation and that he wants to help he says cast your cares upon me bring it to him one of my favorite scriptures in the bible is when god says let's uh, reason together and that means to me that you're able to come and have a conversation uh, there are many times that uh, um, I have a conversation or what we call prayer that I don't agree with God and I express why I don't agree and stuff like that um, Jesus when he was praying in the garden of Gethsemane he's like look man um, I don't want to do this but um, you know I'd prefer not to and uh, and so he was able to come and reason with God. But at the end of it, he says, not my will, but thine will be done. And so that's the purpose, because we know why did he say thy will be done? Because God's will has the best for us. He's looking at the entirety of the situation. We can only see a small part of it. But he sees the entire, uh, he sees uh, several years down the road, he sees a couple of days, a couple of months, a couple of weeks. And so um, at the end of it, we say, thy will be done, even though we, he wants us to come and, and um, uh, a reason with him. And uh, so I want to encourage you and uh, read to your scripture. That's in verses 54 of Isaiah, and that's verse 17. And it says, No weapon that is formed against you shall prosper. And every tongue that shall rise against you in, con in judgment you shall condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, for their righteousness is of me saith the Lord. And so our righteousness is of Jesus Christ. And so we could stand justified. And so uh, no weapon formed against you. All of those things that we, we, we talked about, grief, sorrow, um, uh, being wounded in the spirit, rejected, um, oppressed, afflicted, all of these weapons that have been formed against you and me in this pandemic. It says that God encourages us, and he said, um, 
it shall not prosper. It should not be successful and totally wipe us out. Um, but uh, he is here. And it is my hope that you take this particular uh, information and uh, um, uh, think about it. And I hope that it brings you some type of um, uh, peace at this particular time that you, you and all of us are going through this COVID-19 uh, uh, pandemic. And uh, but I want to thank you guys for joining me at Blueprint. And um, I want you to subscribe, tell your friends and family members, churches, youth group, study group, um, uh, to come and learn with, uh, with us together as we go through the word and learn that the just shall live by faith, that you and I will become effective in the service of God and in the kingdom of our Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you for coming to Blueprint of Faith. And remember, every child of God overcomes the world. For our faith is the victorious power that triumphs over the world. So be not weary, but imitate them who through faith and patience inherit the promises of God. Again, thank you for coming by. Please subscribe and if you can, support us financially. We deeply appreciate it. You can do this by hitting the heart button. Until next time, invite your family, friends, neighbors, church study group, and even people you don't like. You can hear us on Buzzsprout, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Music, iHeartRadio, CastBox, Overcast, and many more. <music>